to the Indian Newsling podcast. Greetings, listeners and viewers. We have today Chandanauri. More than anything else, is an old friend of Indian Newsling. He's been with us on our journey for more than twenty years. We have known him in various avatars. and today is in his newest avatar before we get into uh, the details of chandan's journey chandanauri welcome sir it's a great pleasure and honor to have you with us in indian newslink please tell us how you started in new zealand and what has been the milestones in your journey thank you venkat and thank you to the uh, indian newslink team for giving me an opportunity to be part of this uh, podcast i'm very humbled to be here My journey in New Zealand and with Indian Newslink uh, started around 4th of September 2002 uh, in New Zealand and um, my first job like uh, an immigrant was working for Burger King and <laughs> I, and I worked in Burger King uh, for a week um, uh, doing the shift from 9 to 12 uh, cleaning floors uh, oh. as an example and and i think uh, god must have been kind saying a chartered accountant managing the biggest audits in india is ready to work at any uh, at any level and there is dignity of labor in new zealand so it doesn't matter uh, gave me the first opportunity within a week to join new zealand trade and enterprise wonderful so i joined new zealand trade and enterprise in 2002 on a salary of $24000 and then was there with them for a year but when i left i'm proud to say my salary in 10 months had grown to $50000 so they had absolutely admired what i could do and i tell a lot of migrants who come in to say find a way to get into a job prove yourself you can only prove by being there and then when you prove yourselves the opportunity your remuneration your credentials your career grows within the organization you can grow within rather than stay outside to say i want a perfect job start even if it is burger absolutely it is all about um, just getting to know the culture getting to know the people and also making it sure that you know i'm ready to work hard right uh, you we came and selected the country we sometimes have to start afresh and that's okay it doesn't matter and some people are lucky where they get a job and come in but either or it doesn't matter in the long run it's a it's a long it's a long race entity gave you an opportunity interact with the country yes so i was working on their platform called marketnewzealand.com and that platform connected uh, exporters of new zealand with potential buyers globally so the buyers would put in um, a lead saying we need apples from new zealand right. and the platform would connect the buyers leveraging the products that they had selected that they were interested in with the possible exporters of that product So once the exporters were matched after that uh, the importers and exporters would discuss amongst themselves around those opportunities the idea was that the importers were validated by the NZTE or at that time it was called Trade New Zealand right by their offices globally to say this buyer is a committed and capable buyer and the exporters of New Zealand were vetted by the trade new zealand offices in new zealand okay. so that when the two met um using that platform that technology platform uh we actually had a good 
marriage between the opportunity and fulfilling that opportunity. Okay. And post that, I joined, and that project got over uh, within uh, a year. And then I joined BDO uh, in New Zealand. I was there with them for seven years. I basically steered and started their consulting practice uh, because I had established by then, and they formed BDO Information Systems uh, Limited, uh, focused on North Shore. Uh, so BDO is uh, all over New Zealand, but in news in Auckland they are in North Shore, Auckland CBD, and yeah. in uh, Easter Market. Three offices, and then they have offices in Hamilton, Tapo, Kerry um, uh, Kerry, Palmerston North, New Plymouth, Christchurch, and so on. So quite a large organization, um, not less than a big four in any way. Uh, but they were focused on medium-sized businesses. Okay. Um, and I was a shareholder director with BDO Information Systems. And uh, in seven years that I was there, um, I was there till 35, when I was 35 years old. And I also won the award for the Young Chartered Accountant of the Year uh, for the Northern Region. And that's how I came into the, into the limelight. And then I was offered jobs both at KPMG and PwC. Uh, to move my career from BDO. So I selected KPMG out of those opportunities and I became a partner with KPMG in 2009-2010. Uh, in KPMG, I was the head of IT consulting practice. I was there for seven years. I literally grew that business from a million dollar upwards, uh, hired multiple or groom, groomed multiple partners in my practice. Right. Uh, and, and so on. So that was a really great experience leading a big four. And as part of that, I was also instrumental in starting the Microsoft practice for KPMG globally. I was part of the chairman's 25 for KPMG globally, right. which means the top 25 partners being selected and uh, sent to INSEAD, working with the KPMG chairman in for new initiatives. So. I did that and then I was also the head for uh, the APAC region for the Microsoft practice. Um, oh, you were covering KPMG. the APAC? I was covering APAC um, for the for KPMG uh, consulting practice in Microsoft. I remember that part because um, largely it's only because of you that we had the opportunity to work with business awards. We cherish that for for five, six years it went on, uh, mainly because of your presence. So after KPMG went across to another large, one of the largest organizations in the world. Yes. So from KPMG, I joined IBM as a managing partner for New Zealand, uh, managing all the services business for IBM initially in New Zealand, and then managing all the big strategic projects for IBM in Australia. So I was with them uh, for two and a half years, uh, managing very large projects, including the customs uh, project in New Zealand, Vodafone, uh, Westpac, uh, Metcash, uh, Qantas, uh, very, very large, uh, Myers, very large accounts, multinationals across uh, Australia, New Zealand. And then uh, after IBM uh, into 2018, which is... Um, Roughly 16 years after I have been in New Zealand, 
I started Duco Consultancy as the founder and CEO. So what made you to come to entrepreneurship after being a, a corporate chief some of the money? Yeah, I think after 16 years, Venkat, in New Zealand, you built relations, you've uh, understood the business environment across Australia, New Zealand. Uh, people followed you as I moved from BDO to KPMG to IBM in right. terms of talent and skills. Clients moved with you because they trusted you. And that's when I realized, uh, why should I not uh, venture into my own business? And I uh, tested the waters by asking a few clients to say, if I started my own business, do you think it would, um, you know, make sense um, uh, that you would give me work? And uh, and I had to be careful because I couldn't approach clients which were under restraint of trade. Yeah. But the clients which were not under restraint of trade and we were not working with them, I could do that um, test so you the have waters. To follow moral principles as well. Yeah. But you also had briefly uh, to the education sector. Yes. Yeah, so while. Um, uh, between uh, I would say 2014 and or 2015 and 2020 21 um, I also um, acquired four education institutes AGI education Peter Minton Goldsmith School Zootech Fashion Academy and uh, lastly uh, Hungry Creek and then I merged them into AGI education for healthcare and IT and then New Zealand School of Art and Fashion merging arts, um, design, fashion and jewellery making. And just you still on that? Uh, so just before COVID, I, I would say with the grace of God and I was lucky, I actually sold all of those businesses uh, just before COVID. In, in fact, when uh, COVID, uh, first lockdown happened for COVID, I was handing over the keys to the new owners. So may not be the perfect time um, for the new owners, but it was a great outcome uh, from us because we had grown the businesses from purely international business to 50% domestic business. And that kept the new owners very happy because even with COVID, the domestic business kept going on and they had plenty of international education there. So um, what is Kodu? So Duco Consultancy is a business-led, technology-enabled organization. It works with clients in the areas of ERP implementation, which is large financial systems, customer relation management systems, business process re-engineering, program and change management, architecture integration, and artificial intelligence. We partner with the largest companies in the world like Microsoft, Oracle, AWS, uh, IBM, uh, Stebo, uh, and Atlassian. So they are our partners. We are spread across Australia, New Zealand, US, Fiji, and India. Fiji is our nearshore delivery center. We don't have clients in Fiji, but they have the same time zone for Australia, New Zealand, and very similar to the West Coast in US. So we have a delivery center servicing the clients in Australia, New Zealand, US. India is an offshore uh, delivery center. So when New Zealand, uh, so Fiji hands over the delivery to India. In addition to that, we have teams in Australia, New Zealand, US, which is sales and delivery. So you'll have a team of 70 people onshore, 30 people in Fiji, 100 people in, uh, in India, 
and uh, and we are looking to double all of this in the next 12 to 18 months uh, so that's our offices and partnerships and the services we offer so you transcend the computer technology business uh, mentoring business systems uh, um, customer management all those a gamut of uh, functions which which will enable a company to look after itself through you absolutely so it's all about basically helping clients to say how can we ensure um, how can we automate some of their business processes so it's uh, eliminate waste eliminate manual processes automate it could also include data analytics and data science predicting buying patterns for companies it also includes developing mobile apps websites web applications for large clients so some of our clients includes the warehouse group topedo 7 noel lemming um coles uh, uh, metcash toyota um uh, ministry of social development so our businesses are spread across aa are spread across australia new zealand us are working for some very large uh, companies today helping them with their technology solutions but it has to solve a business problem so it is always business led solution but solved with technology very interesting chandan um, we have almost reached the end of the podcast for now but um, we would like to continue this conversation because uh, there is a lot of interest that can be generated through what you co consulting consultancy can offer uh, not only to our readers but also our potential sponsors and uh, various others associated with it. so with that i want to thank you for your time this morning and uh, we look forward to another podcast soon we'll talk about what can do with here because um, as uh, narendra modi the prime minister here has said as some of our leaders in new zealand business led initiatives can lead to better outcome in country jacob who is the managing director of public jacob manoth the managing director of publishing in times is very passionate about developing relations i think companies like duco can be very good conduits because you already have a good presence like india has we'll talk about all that in the next podcast with that once again thank you very much chandan thank you wen thank you for listening to the indian newslink podcast